This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. As we go into your word, again, Father, our heart is open. Send your word unto us. Draw your people unto yourself. Holy Spirit, wake them up. Wake your people up. Quicken them wherever they may be right now. And destroy the counsel of the enemy. Save so and let your name alone be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Proverbs, chapter 6. You know, uh, and uh, in those, when I say in those days, I'm still young, I'm still a very small boy growing in the Lord. Before we get to church, God oftentimes reveals what the pastor will share. I didn't know that one day I would be called pastor too. But brethren, we always say, Lord, what, 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 would, what would you have the man of God? And you see, when we get, when I get to church and the pastor said, this is what we're talking about, I will just smile and be praising God. Brethren, we must get back to those roots, those good things that we used to do. Now, uh, Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. And I will read from verse, from verse 16. These six things do the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, a hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that devised wicked imaginations, Feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that swear discord among brethren. Shout a big hallelujah. Unmute your devices and shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, yeah, we are going to be looking at the topic title seven abominations that contained revival seven abomination seven abominable things that contained revival that quenches revival that terminate revival brethren we have been praying for revival we have been asking the law and this morning, the Lord is saying, well, we have been asking for personal revival. We have been praying for family revival, national revival, revival of the church, the community, revival of the land. He said, but for us to see the revival we desire happen, he said, we must avoid these abominations. We must avoid it. Now, for us to see the revival break, for us to see revival break out in our lives, in our home, in the church, we must overcome these abominations. We must overcome it. We must not have, we must have zero tolerance for them. We must have zero tolerance for these seven abominable things. And so as the Lord will lead us, 
we are going to pick them one by one and look at them and see what the Lord has to say to us. Because if we have prayed so much about revival, then we must also know the things we must avoid for revival not to quench. And so now, when we say abominations or abominable things, uh, the Bible described that uh, the prayer of the sinner is an abomination. The sacrifices of a wicked man, a wicked woman is an abomination in the sight of God. So when we talk about the word abomination, is from the word abominable. That means something that is, uh, that is not acceptable, something that is sacrilegious, something that, that, does not, that is not accepted within, the, within man. You will hear of uh, some abominable things that, uh, you know, that are being done on earth. One of it is this generation now. You hear a brother marrying his own sister. Abomination. So we must avoid this abomination. There was, there was one case, uh, is it in the US or somewhere? What an abomination. Brother and sister, the same father, the same mother, saying they are falling in love. Such evil will not be found in our household. Such evil will not be found in our means in the mighty name of Jesus. So there are abominable things that we must avoid if we want to see revival break forth in our life. Now, brethren, beginning with ourselves, I want you to know, brethren, that there is no revival that can break forth except it begins with you. Revival actually starts with the person, individuals. And so when the Lord had finished with that individual, then it's easier for the Lord then to move into other lives. So revival is contagious. When the fire of revival comes or falls upon a man, a woman, or a family, a church, then that fire is contagious. That means it's spread. It's spread faster than any virus. But then it begins with a man, a woman catching the fire. Now, we have seen different revival break forth all over the world, right from the beginning, even now historically, biblically, and all of that. But there were some things that contained the revival. And so God wants us to avoid them. So we'll look at the first one. There are six things. There's this system that the Lord hates. Yea, seven and an abomination unto him. Number one, a proud look. Bringing us again to the subject of pride. A proud look. A proud look. Now, a proud look, it is a look or when you gaze at something and then you are gazing at it, but then you gazing at it, it is to satisfy your flesh. That look never brings glory to God. That look is to, is to boost your ego. Then that kind of look, God hates it. 
Now, if you remember those of you that, that were here in the last week, when we talk about, uh, you know, uh, pride, a proud look for us to avoid to avoid the revival fire quenching in our means, we must avoid a proud look, which is also pride. Pride at every level. Pride in church or homes, workplace, anywhere in the world. We must avoid pride. And brethren, the Bible tells us that God resists the proud, and gives grace unto the humble. A proud look. So what does it actually mean? And where is God taking us to when he talks about a proud look? A good example of a proud look is the wife of David, which happens to be the daughter of King Saul. Remember how King David was so excited, bubbling for God, bouncing onto God. You know, when my wife, well, I didn't even know she was uh, paying attention anyway, but when she said that she saw the way God was helping me to praise him and she could not but stand up, that is good. That is good. But for the wife of King David in those days, Instead, instead of her joining her husband to praise God, what was she doing? Look like this. A proud look. And so, because of that, the Lord himself places course on her. She never bear fruit of the womb because of a proud look. A proud look. So, brethren, this woman, instead of her praising God, she allowed pride into her heart. And as a result of that, this woman never bring forth uh, a child. She was the only one time barren. God never created or, or designed any man or woman to be barren. But for our own case, our own case was irredeemable. So it was God himself who said, okay, well, your own is redeemable. A proud look. A proud look. Now, when you look at the word of the Lord, the Bible tells us in the book of Second, I mean, for, uh, for Second Samuel chapter 6, what brought about that was the ark of covenant that was returned. They returned it back to the land of Israel. And so he began to dance. Now let's turn to uh, 2 Samuel chapter 6. Uh, we'll read uh, verse 1 and verse 2, and then uh, we'll jump to verse 14. Again, David gathered together all the men, all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose and went with all the people that were with him from 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 Baal of Judah to bring up the ark of covenant or ark of God whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts that dwelleth between the cherubims now verse 14 and David danced before the Lord with all his might 
and David was guarded with his lining effort. See verse 15. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Micah, Saul's daughter, looked. <laughs> Can you see? Now, if you jump back to the book of Proverbs chapter 6, Proverbs chapter 6, from verse 16, it tells us a proud look. Now, the Bible tells us Micah, Saul's daughter, looked. Can you see? A proud look. And she looked. So that means it is through her eyes that she invited cause unto herself. So brethren, you want to avoid a proud look. You want to overcome the, a proud look instead of looking with evil eyes. Dance with them to praise God. Now, let's continue. And, my, and uh, Micah Saul's daughter looked through a window and saw King David limping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. And she despised him in her heart. Now, if you jump to verse 20, then David returned to bless his household. He returned to bless his household. After he has blessed the people of God, then he went back home to go and bless his household. I thought this woman would have repented. But you know what? She did not. Now, let's continue. And Micah, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David. Look at it. And said, how glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the maiden of his servant, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. You see how he was talking to the king of Israel, the Lord's anointed, her husband. Can you see those statements? A proud look. Remember one of the things we talked about about pride, how we know somebody has pride, it is through the words of their mouth. Can you see it? What she was vomiting out of her heart. Talk, now come with me to verse 21. And David said unto Micah, it was before the Lord uh, who chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the law, over Israel. Therefore, will I play before the Lord. You see, David said he was playing. That means David was dancing and that means he was playing before his God. Verse 22. And I will yet be more vile than doors. That means David said, I will do more before my God. A proud look. Proud look will not allow some people to praise God. When they see people praising God, they disdain them in their heart. And yet, they hinder their own personal revival. When they see people shouting and praising God or giving testimony, a proud look will look like this. Yes, what is the big deal? What is the big deal? A proud look. 
a proud look. When you see, when they see brethren rejoicing and shouting and say, a soul was saved. And what is the big deal? Did that bring dollar to us? A proud look. Now, the Bible said, and we be and we be based in that in my own side. That means David said, I I will reduce myself to nothing in my own eyes so that I may exalt Jesus. And then, and of and of the made 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 servant which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be shall I shall I be be had in honor. David said, I'm not ashamed to dance before my God. When you, are, when you are beginning to feel too big in giving testimony, a proud look, it contains revival. When you cannot be corrected anymore, a proud look, it contains revival. And you see, for God to deposit his power that brings forth revival in your life, some things must be evacuated. One of it is this one of this abomination, a proud look. It is a subject of the heart. Now, therefore, Micah, the daughter of Saul, had no child until the day of her death. You see, the Bible did not even tell us God, God, the, 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 the Bible did not even bring the picture of God here. But God saw it, heard it, and dealt with her. Her name was remembered for evil, not for good. May your name be remembered as a man, as a woman, as a family, that brings revival globally, not for evil, in the name of Jesus. Shout a big hallelujah. Brethren, if, we, if the fire of revival in you must continue to burn, as we prepare for the annual revival, you must avoid a proud look. You must avoid a proud look. It stems from the heart. It springs forth like water from the heart. A proud look. A proud look. Now, from this story, we could see that God takes account of every of our action. And that's why he said, when this, uh, you see, interestingly, another glorious woman, Hannah. Hannah made a statement. She said, by him, actions are weighed when she was praising God. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. She, she said, by him, actions are weighed. So God did not even, the God did not even have to send any prophet. God looked at her and looked at her heart. Say, this one, I have weighed her and she's found wanting. May you not be found wanting in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be found wanting in the name of Jesus. Brethren, seven abominations that contained revival. That means that that, that hinder the spread, one of it is a proud look. I want you to bow down your head this morning. And I want you to talk to God. What is that proud look you have been exhibiting for a long time? And the Holy Spirit has been nudging you. But you are saying, there is not, a, there is not, a, no, no, no. You are shaking yourself. You are saying, no, no, there's nothing to worry about. I want you to go to God this morning. Lord, you have brought me to this revival hour to shape my life. You have brought me to this revival hour to turn my situation around. Father, deliver me from proud look. Make that your prayer. 
Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Father, deliver me from a proud look. Open your mouth and pray. Make her look. The Bible said a proud look. She looked and despised the servant of God. Open your mouth and pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver me from every proud look. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver me. And you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that without Jesus, there is no revival. It is Jesus, it is him that will find the fire of revival. John was describing Jesus. He said it is him that will find the fire of revival. It is him that will bring the Holy Ghost unto you. This morning, until you have Jesus in your life then proud look continue to rule your heart and your destiny. And anyone that operates under the spirit of a proud look cannot last in the hand of God. God will give them opportunity to repent if they fail. Look at it. God gave opportunity to repent, but she did not take advantage of it. Just as our God gave opportunity to love her, but she did not repent too. And we know what becomes of her. Cry to God and say, this morning, Father, save my soul. So you are here this morning. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to lift up your right anywhere you may be and repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, this morning I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my sins. I am sorry for the way I've exhibited a proud look against thy word, against thy people, against thy servant, against your plans for my life. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Thank you, ancient of days, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Now, if you have prayed that prayer, I pray for you. The Lord of hosts have mercy on you. Your sins are forgiven you. Your name will not be plucked out of the book of life. And you will remain to the end until Jesus come. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Brethren, if you have prayed that prayer, I want you to know that you need to grow. You need to grow. And so join us for the uh, believers class. Uh, You can reach out to Brother Titus. And by the grace of God, uh, we are going to, you are going to be taught how you can grow in the house of the Lord and in your walk with God in particular. Ancient of days, I thank you this morning for your word that you have brought unto us. Seven abominations that contain the fire of the Bible. This morning we have come to you. You opened our eyes to see that we must overcome a proud look, which is pride. Again, you are bringing the subject of pride to us because you know what the enemy is about to do or because you are always ahead of the enemy. That's why you want us to take correction. This morning, Father, I pray, please evacuate every proud look from my heart, from the heart of my brethren, our households, and your church, your people, the people of the land, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be total liberation in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask this morning, anyone under this oppression, I know money cannot deliver a man from a problem. 
Bacteria thing cannot deliver a man from a proud look, except the power of the gospel. Lord Jesus, this one, I know that same power is present. That same power that's able to change man, turn man around, make him a brand new vessel. Let that power begin to walk in the life of all your children this morning in the name of Jesus. No one will be in our midst in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, in any area where your children may have exhibited a proud look, either intentionally or intentionally in whatever form, this morning I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus. Be merciful in the name of Jesus. I come against any outbreak of disease in your body. I come against any form of plague in your body. I come against any form of every form of evil seed that they might have sown in your heart in the name of Jesus. This morning, my father, arise and uproot the seed of proud look in the name of Jesus. Lord, remove them completely in the name of Jesus. This revival you have started. Lord Jesus, if you tarry for a thousand years to come, this revival will not be quenched. This fire of revival will not be quenched. This personal transformation, individual transformation you have started, it will not be quenched in the name of Jesus. As we are today, let it be well with them. As we yet begin, gather in the evening to praise you, Father, let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, I am that I am. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.